Hello, everybody, and welcome back to On the Rocks with Ranjane, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the sometimes drunkly that comes with growing up. I'm your host, Ranjane, and it's time to pour it out. In the spirit of the new year, I want to talk about some goals that I am willing to share with you all. I know, I know. Last week I sat on my high horse and I was like, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in vision boards or I haven't for a while at least. And I'm just doing goals and I don't like speaking about my goals until they happen. Yeah, I know that I sat on that high horse and I still stand by what I said, but I do believe that some goals can be shared. Um, And this goal in particular is one that I've had for a while, but I haven't acted on it until recently. And that goal being, drumroll please, moving out of my parents' house. I feel like it was just yesterday that I was having this conversation with my parents and all of you talking about being roommates, which my mom actually called me out for and said that roommates pay bills, so I'm not technically a roommate. But then right after that, guess what they did? They started charging me bills. (laughs) So I guess I am a roommate now and I wish that I could just go back to being a child, their child, because man, They aren't charging me much, but it does feel kind of criminal to be living at home with my parents and for them to be charging me rent. So now that all of that is happening and that I'm also on my own phone bill and that I have all these other bills that I'm paying on my own, I feel like it only makes sense to move out. As you guys know, I'll probably bring it up again. Here in the coming weeks, I am turning 26 and here in the States, whenever you turn 26, you are cut off from your parents' insurance. So that's another thing that I've been financing myself over the last couple of months now that I have a full-time job and I was able to apply for benefits and I now have that insurance and I don't know. I really feel like these past two, going on three, years that I've been home, I was so lost. I was so confused. I didn't know what I wanted to do next. I was so embarrassed that I had to move home and that I didn't have any plan, that I didn't want to really share it and I wanted to sugarcoat everything. I wanted to say, oh, living at home has been so great. I love my parents. Thank you for opening up your arms and your doors to help me during this time which quite frankly, I am happy that they were able to do all that and more for me because I was very much in need whenever I moved at home of just their love, their support and their encouragement, but also that tough love too. Whereas it was like, you're not about to sit your ass on this couch and sulk. Life happens to all of us and what you're going to do next is what matters most. You're going to get up, you're going to find a job, you're going to start saving, you're going to start putting actions toward the plans that you have. 
And we'll be here to help you. We'll be here to encourage you. And we'll be here to support you if need be. But you're not about to sit here and dwell on all the misfortunes that you've had that have brought you to this point. Because in dwelling on them, you stay in them. So instead, what you're going to do is get up. That's step one. Getting up is step one. Look at all of these misfortunes. Figure out what you need to learn from them and keep it pushing. You know, I'm very glad that I've had that. And I've also recognized that that alone isn't enough, that I had to hold myself accountable over these past two years, going on three years. And I had to find myself for myself. My parents can push me, they can encourage me, they can motivate me so much. But if I didn't have that same drive myself, then it was pointless, you know? They can tell me what to do and how to do it as much as they want. But if I'm not doing it for myself or if I'm only doing it half ass, then it's not going to work out. Okay. And in the past, I've said that I've wanted to move out. (laughs) I really did not think, I did not think that I would be living at home for as long as I have. I don't want to get that misconstrued with me not being grateful that I've had this place to live in for the past two going on three years. But I don't know. I just felt like such a failure when my six month plan turned into a year and then that year turned into two years. And somewhere in the meantime, in between time, within this two year to three year mark, I started to make progress and I think that I have been moving forward, but it was a lot harder to see me moving forward in the earlier stages of me being home. Whereas now it's like, I have a good job. I am saving once again. I am on my own benefits and insurance plan. I'm able to pay my cell phone bill. You know, like now um, I'm able to see the progress a little bit more. So I know that I'm moving forward. Whereas in the past I was moving forward, but it was so stagnant that it just felt like I was stuck. And at times I stayed in that stuck state as well. So I'm happy that I have stuck it out. And I've toughed it out being here at home because living with your parents is not easy. There are times where I feel as though I'm being treated like an adult. Like I don't have a curfew. Um, I am paying bills. I have to make my own meals on most nights. You know, those are the times that I feel like I'm being an adult. But then there are times where I feel like I am their child. And I am a teen again because they're asking me who I'm hanging out with. They're asking me what I'm doing. They're asking me to run errands for them. And it's just a lot. So it's just this weird stage that I'm in where I feel so grown up, so adult-like. But then at times I feel so young and so teen-like and sneaking around even though I'm not sneaking around it's just I don't know how else to explain it but one of my goals for this year is to move out and I say that now knowing that 
it is something that I'm going to achieve in 2023. In the past, whenever I've expressed to my parents that I want to move out or I'm looking for places or cities to move to, things of that nature, my mom would literally laugh at me. She would laugh and she'd say, good luck with that. And it would infuriate me so much because I felt like she was not listening to me. She did not understand that I needed her help in the process of me trying to move out, trying to find my footing and re-step into this state of being a quote-unquote adult. You know, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Type of thing. I just felt like she was kind of mocking me. But in hindsight, now that I'm able to look back, I understand why my mom laughed. She laughed because I didn't have a plan. Like, how did I expect to move out when there were no goals set in place? You feel me? All I was saying was that I wanted to move out. But my actions didn't align with me moving out because I was still being very irresponsible with spending. I had no savings at the time. I had no idea where I wanted to move and a lot of the places that I was looking into were way out of my budget. I didn't have any roommates in mind. I really just had nothing going for me whenever it came to moving out other than me saying that I was moving out. So I get it. I get why she laughed. Hell, looking back, I'm laughing at myself too because... Moving is fucking expensive. It is so expensive. And to think that I was going to pack up all of my bags and move cross country to a place that I haven't been to since I was a teen, maybe even younger than that. And I was going to get a job and find money to pay bills and some kind of a way make it. I mean... Some people are able to do that and they're successful, but (laughs) looking at where I was in the past, especially with my mental state, I think that that would have just added more turmoil to my journey of growing into myself and into this next phase of life than it would have added pros. And I think that... um, added sense of the unknowing that would have came to me if I did like pack up, move cross country, didn't have a job, didn't have any money, didn't have any savings, and I didn't succeed. I think that would have played into my lack of confidence in myself. And it would have continued to perpetuate this idea that I wasn't good enough to be successful in whatever it was I was doing. I wasn't good enough to be successful in growing into myself, maturing and aging. I wasn't successful enough to find a job that I love doing, that I want to show up to and work at every single day. I wasn't successful in finding friendships and being around people who added value to my life, who made me laugh and that I enjoyed their company. I wasn't successful in trying new things. 
believing in myself and being confident, you know, it would have continued all of those negative ideas. And in that, I most likely would have given up. I most likely would have moved back home. I don't know if I would have necessarily moved back in with my parents, but I probably would have been back in my home state of good old Missouri, yeehaw, in my hometown, you know, because if I were to just pack up and move and all of that happened to me, that's hard for anyone to handle. That's hard for anyone to bounce back from. And not having any family or friends around to confide in during all of that would have been a lot for me to deal with. And I was not mentally strong and I just wasn't as mature as I thought that I was at the time. And that's okay. I think that as you grow and you go through life's experiences, you just become wiser with time. And some people become wiser sooner because they experience more quicker. Whereas others, you know, take a little bit of time. And although I feel as though I've experienced a lot in my life, I don't think that I was necessarily learning from said experiences as much as I should have. Like I'd have to go through the same thing two or three times before I'm like, light bulb, this is a bad friend. They are toxic to my well-being. Maybe I should cut them off, you know? Whereas someone would have recognized the pattern sooner and just walked away from the situation. I'm like, nope, I want to give them another chance. I want to be a good friend to them. No, no. So I think for me, I just had to go through certain situations multiple times before really realizing what is best for myself, my growth, and what I can do in order to move forward. And you know what? In moving forward, I am ready to move out. <laughs> um, so I don't really have a plan on where I'm moving to. I do have several cities that I'm looking into and I'm excited for this new journey. I just feel like I belong in a city. Something about the city just has always called me. So I'm excited for that. And I have savings now. What? That's wild. Who am I? (laughs) But in 2023, I really want to start looking into this because I feel like that is the next step for me. And just growing into the woman that I'm destined to be. But in looking to the cities that I'm interested in moving into, uh, I've already mentioned this once, but it is so expensive to live in the city. And if there's one thing that I've grown to appreciate about Missouri, it's the cost of living. Hell, the Midwest in general, the cost of living here is so low compared to other places. And I genuinely have been spoiled with the cost of living whenever it comes to an apartment. And I cannot find myself to justify paying thousands of dollars in rent for an apartment the size of a shoebox. So... 
I'm having a lot of trouble with that because the last thing that I want is roommates. I have had my fair share of roommates and I have had several bad experiences with roommates and I have had very few good experiences with roommates and in the good experiences that I've had I can think of one person in particular who was my roommate for four plus years she is now married and has a kid so there's no way that I'm about to convince her to uproot her family to move cross country with me to be my roommate like that doesn't even make sense she has a whole family you know but if I were to be roommates with anyone it would be her It would be her before like whole marriage and kid thing, you know, because I know that we have the same standards of how to keep a house. We have the same standards when it comes to having company over. We just, I don't know, we just operated as a unit and it felt good, felt good. And back then, whenever I lived in this apartment, I remember my rent being $452, granted It was per room because it was student housing for the apartments. It wasn't affiliated with my university, okay? It wasn't affiliated with my university. It was student housing because um, I think the difference between like regular apartments and student housing apartments is that um, student housing apartments have less requirements for individuals to get improved because a lot of the individuals living in the community are students, they recognize that a lot of them won't have any credit or very low credit because they're just starting to open credit cards and things of that sort. And then um, also they rent per bedroom instead of the whole unit, which is really fucked now that I think about it, because Yeah, I was only paying $452 for my bedroom and I had a nice bedroom. It came, it had its own bathroom and everything, but 452 times four, because I had three other roommates. What is that? Like a thousand something? I don't know for the whole unit. Now looking back at it, it's not that much money, but as a student, I was like, oh my gosh, a thousand dollars for rent a month. That's crazy. But now I'm like, no, $452 a month for a bedroom. That's fucking crazy. Like they were really getting their money there. Right. But I did have a really nice apartment. Okay. I did enjoy my apartment and I have been spoiled with the reasonably low rent prices. Now I've never lived in a traditional apartment. Once again, whenever I lived in my apartment, it was student housing. So it was per bedroom. Um, and maybe that's another reason why I'm like, oh my gosh, shit is so expensive. No, but also I'm from the Midwest and shit is just so cheap. (laughs) So if I move anywhere else in the States, it's going to be expensive. And that's something that I have to just swallow, but I don't want, I'm, I'm just, I'm high maintenance, I guess I I can, I, I don't know. I don't want a shitty apartment that's going to cost me thousands of dollars. I don't. And I think that's where I'm finding a lot of problems. Because once again, I don't want to have roommates. Been living with my parents for three years. I'm ready to have my own space. I'm ready to be able to do whatever I want in my own space. 
if anything, I could see myself living with my sister, but even in living with her, I remember us just growing up and being in high school and as sisters often do, we would take each other's clothes, we would take each other's makeup, we would, I don't know, just ransack each other's rooms and that was the root of most of our arguments and I know that we're both adults now and I would hope that she would ask but also what if she didn't then I'm gonna get mad I'm gonna get mad that she's in my closet I'm gonna get mad that she's wearing my outfit I'm gonna be texting her while she's on a date with her boyfriend or whatever like why are you in my shirt type of thing but I do love her and I could see myself living with her if I need a roommate okay but let me tell you why I don't want a roommate. This all dates back to my college days. Goodness gracious. At the university that I attended, you could move off of campus when you had 60 credit hours or more. Meaning, typically, individuals were able to move off of campus during their junior year of schooling because you would have accumulated 60 credit hours by then. I think uh, 15 credit hours is normal for a semester, okay? And I remember being so excited to move off of campus because there just comes a point in time where you grow tired of following other people's rules, which is what I feel like I'm at right now with like moving out of my parents' house. Love them, but I'm just like tired of living underneath like their roof, their rules. I'm ready to just live underneath my own roof, create my own rules type of thing, right? That's how I felt whenever it came to moving out of university housing into my own apartment. And not only was I moving into my own apartment, but I was living with my three best friends. Woo! Cheers for the best friends, right? No. No. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but there's this saying that goes something along the lines of never live with your best friends. Never. And you know what? I had heard this plenty of times from just people in my life whenever I was telling them who I was moving in with and who my roommates were going to be and how excited I was to be living with my besties and the looks that I would get were enough to cut through you. No words need to be said, but the words that were said were, don't you know, never to live with your best friends. I was like, what could happen? (laughs) Y'all, let me tell you. A lot fucking happened in that time that I lived with my best friends. Here I am entering junior year as an upperclassman on my university thinking that like I was the bee's knees at this point in time. I had done my suffrage as an underclassman and now I was coming back returning for my junior year. I was almost complete with school. I finally had friends on campus. I was in all these organizations and I loved everything that I was a part of. I bled 
that university through and through, right? Like it was my whole personality at that point. And I was so excited to be returning to junior year for all of those reasons. And on top of that, I was living off of campus with my best friends. Woo! I no longer needed to go to their dorms. Like if I want to hang out with them or if I want to study or if we want to get ready to go party, we no longer had to communicate that we were all in the same apartment, in the same apartment. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? We're just all best friends living our best life under one roof together. We partied together. We cried together. We studied together. We laughed together. What could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing could go wrong. Are you kidding me? Nothing. (laughs) That's what I thought. I wish I was uh, not so naive because I probably wouldn't have moved in with my best friends and that may have saved me some friendships with these individuals. But, ooh, child, let me tell you. The first month of living with my best friends was so joyous. Nothing went wrong. Nothing. It was honestly probably some of the more fun times that I had in college. But when shit started to go south and shit started to hit the fan, there was no turning back. You know, it was like zero to a hundred. And... To this day, I'm not really sure why things started going south in the apartment, but I'm going to let you in on what I experienced. (laughs) I guess this would be my first indication of where things were no longer going well for us as roommates. And people were starting to get annoyed with one another. Um, Individuals were starting to be passive aggressive. Chores around the house were starting to not be done. Or people were complaining about cleaning up after others or themselves. Like, I don't know. This is my first indication. This is how I remember it. I remember one Saturday morning. (laughs) I don't even know why I was at home because I worked so much during this time. I was a TV girly back then. Like all I did was consume my time with working for the TV station. Whether I was at the studio editing a package, having a meeting, talking to other producers about like interviews we need to do b-roll we needed to get where we would be shooting when or if I was filming a football basketball or volleyball game or something like that I literally that's pretty much I don't know how I had time for anything else like thinking back to all the different hats that I wore during my college time I just it doesn't make sense to me and it it quite literally makes my mind want to explode because I did so fucking much and how how did I have the time type of thing right but I just remember one morning 
being at home and our living room was connected to our kitchen. Our apartment, there were three other ladies, my besties at the time, whoop whoop, that I lived with. And y'all, I don't know. Why did I walk to the living room to sit down and have a conversation with one of my friends? One of my besties, shall I say. And then the other two are in the kitchen talking about us. And the next thing I know, I hear, move their shit. They have too much space. So I just look over. Like, what are they talking about? Y'all, why do they start moving our pots and pans out of the cabinets and throwing them in like smaller sections? And uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed very petty to me because one, we were all in the same area. Two, they could have asked us and I would have gotten up and helped them. And three, like what? Whenever we first moved in, we all kind of sectioned out the cabinets accordingly to like what we brought so that we didn't have this problem. But now all of a sudden we have too much space. And you know what I did? Nothing. I sat there and looked at them. I said, okay, y'all want to move our stuff? Go ahead and move our stuff. Like in my head, obviously. Because once again, it was petty. Like what? What? Out of nowhere, just one day. They have too much space. Move their shit. What? My mind is just kind of question mark, question mark, question mark. So I'm just watching them move our pots and pans and being like very loud and... I don't know. I I really don't know where that came from. But that was the first inciting incident. And after that, everything from there just starts to spiral. And I really think that there was uh, a ringleader because it was like me and my roommate that I'm still really good friends with that I ended up living with for four plus years after this. It was me and her on one side of the fence and then it was the other two roommates on the other side. But it seemed like there was a ringleader of those two who was kind of dictating what the other one did because the other one, she had joined our like friendship circle a little bit later and she wasn't really best friends with us, but she was close friends with us type of thing. So it was just, it was just weird. It just felt like she was kind of being bullied into a lot of the situations but whatever whatever anyways that was the exciting incident from there everything everything just starts to spiral downward and there was no return I'm talking these two they got crazy they got crazy and I don't like using that word but how do they go from moving all of our pots and pans one day to anytime my roommate would come home they would just be talking about her and my roommate is the type of person that she's very quiet she's very shy so she would literally just walk to her room and close her door and she she would tell me these things she would text me because once again I work so much I wasn't seeing them they knew better than to talk to me crazy and she would like text me I'm like what I can't believe they're saying that And then, you know, I would go to bat for her because I'm that friend. Like, you're not about to sit here and talk to her crazy. Like, she's not doing anything to you guys. She's not disrupting your peace in any type of way. We're all living in this apartment together. 
There is no need to make this environment hostile. I don't even know what's going on. If you guys care to explain what's going on, maybe we can address said problem or said problems and move forward. But you guys are choosing to just be petty, to be mean. Like what? What? To this day, I still don't even know what really happened to start this downward spiral. Like I wish I could say, oh, we all went out one night and got to this big argument. Nope didn't happen I wish I could say oh someone got mad at the other one for some reason I don't know like I don't know what really started this all I just know is one day they're like move their shit and then it just got pettier and pettier after that petty to the point where um I would go back home to visit family they would pour out my milk they would throw away my food um crazy stuff like that um to the point where they were just inviting people over at all hours of the day now it was their apartment as well as ours so granted they do have that right to invite people over but it just was not making any sense at some point you got to stop the party you got to stop inviting people over we got to go to sleep we got class but it just didn't seem like that was their priority at the time um so you know what I separated myself from the situation like my priority is school. I'm not going to sit here and entertain what you all have going on, you know, and you want to know what drew the line in the sand for me and there was no return. <laughs> they cut the cord to my coffee pot. Like what? What? And granted, my coffee pot was probably at the time. It was a Mr. Coffee coffee pot. Nothing special, nothing right home about, but it was mine. It was my property. Like, why are you demolishing my property? All of this petty stuff, I could just turn a blind eye to because I'm not going to sit here and entertain that. I have way better things to do then engage on some BS that you guys are on simply because you want a reaction. Like you're pouring out my milk because you want a reaction. You're throwing away my food because you want a reaction. You're taking my clothes out of the washer, setting them on the floor because you want a reaction. And I held out, I held out, I held out. I didn't give it to them. But when they did that, that pissed me off. Oh my gosh, I remember I went off on them. I called my mom. I was crying, not because I was sad, but because I was so mad. And I like, why did I want to beat some ass? Y'all, I have never gotten into a fight in my life, but I wanted to beat them up at that point in time because it's my property and you're demolishing my property. And you know what? I think they did that because they knew that there was like no other way that they were getting to me. So they were kind of mad not kind of they were mad that I wasn't giving in to just this petty behavior because my other roommate once again is very shy very quiet very reserved individual and they could tell that they were getting to her so that gave them like some like satisfaction that they were getting to her and me I was just like okay whatever was it annoying yes was I mad yes but was I gonna entertain it no 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 so yeah I kept giving in kept giving in kept giving in and then that was like 
what drew the line in the sand for me. Um, and I remember going to management that day, talking to them, wanting to, I don't even know. I want to sue, <laughs> not for like a $30 coffee pot. What was I going to win? What was I going to win? But I was just heated. Uh, ended up deciding that moving out was the best because it was to the point that these problems that I don't even know what they are to this day were not going to get addressed and they were just going to continue to do petty things and I no longer wanted to put myself in that environment nor did I want to just let things go you know so yeah I went to management I talked to them about that and then fortunately I was able to get my other roommate to move into another apartment with me and yeah the rest is history I have not looked back and I do not want to live with my best friends again and even after that situation there were several other roommate problems that I had in the years to follow like I will admit there were times that I was a crazy roommate I'll admit that I don't want to just be like, oh, these people were crazy and what they were doing was because there were times that I was too. Uh, specifically about cleanliness. I am a very cleanly person, especially when it comes to common areas. My room, my room can be messy, but that's my room. Like who else is going to see it but me and maybe like someone that I have over. But even if somebody's coming over, then I'm going to pick up my room, you know? And I realize in living with other people, there is a difference between being messy and being dirty. And there were some people that I lived with that were dirty. And that shit just did not slide with me. Especially when it was common areas. Because why are we in our 20s and I'm cleaning up after you like I'm your mother? No. No. You know? So I feel like that's where I kind of like put out the claws and I was a little bit crazy also there was a time when I turned 21 where what did I want to do I wanted to go out all the time why because I was 21 and I could I could buy my own alcohol I could go to the bars I could get in I had no limits on what I could do you know so there was a time where like every Thursday Friday Saturday night I was in the club with my friends as I should be I was doing well in school. I had a job. Why not be going out? I was 21. But during that time, I had a roommate who was, uh, I believe, 23 or 24. And she was also in the uh, military, question mark. Um, And I remember she would just get so annoyed with me and the other girls. (laughs) Because there were four, two apartments still, right? Because we would be going out all the time. But it was because we had just turned 21 and we want to have fun. So I do see like how it was crazy in that sense. Now that I'm a little bit older and if I did live with somebody who was younger, who was just going through their party phase, I don't know if I would necessarily like that or enjoy it. So I get it. At the time, I didn't think that I was crazy. I didn't see anything wrong with my actions. But now looking back, I just see that it was like the different stages of life. Like still, I don't see like anything necessarily being wrong with my actions. Because once again, I was 21. Celebrate, celebrate. But I do see how 
my roommate was in a different stage of life and how that was probably very frustrating for her. So I'll own that. Okay. And yeah, those were the ways that I was like a crazy roommate. But just over the years, I felt like I either had a dirty roommate or I had a roommate who just didn't talk and kept locked themselves in the room. And I don't know, there was just a whole slew of roommates at one point in time. Also, (laughs) I could not forget this, this important fact of me being a crazy roommate, guys. I already told you, I already shared about my cleanliness and my standards of how a house should be kept, even the, especially the common areas, because you never know when someone has people coming over whether it's family friends a boyfriend whatever I just feel like the common areas we share the kitchen we share the living room we share the fridge those should be kept clean you don't know who's gonna be in your house and what and I don't know like that just it feels like a representation of you if I go into someone's bathroom and their bathroom is dirty you best believe that I'm not eating in their kitchen you know So that's kind of how I felt about my house, my apartment. If somebody were to walk in my apartment and they saw that it was dirty, I'm just like, ugh, something about that doesn't sit right with me. Uh, And I had this one roommate in particular who just did not understand that. And I realized it's just like she was raised different. It's okay. But it's not someone that I could live with ever again because... I just don't have the same standards. At one point, it had just gotten so bad, guys, so bad that I wrote her this letter. (laughs) I wrote her this letter. Remind you, this was like after months of living together. One point, she had left chicken in her room and it had thawed out, molded. I don't know whatever else, but it had our whole apartment stanking. And we had to go to management because she would lock her door um, like whenever she left and tell them that something was dead in her room. Like that's how bad our apartment smelled. I think it was over a holiday break. She had just forgotten about it. Like she had gone grocery shopping, put her groceries in her room in her mini fridge and just kept that on her freaking dresser. We had to go to management and lo and behold, she left out chicken. Yeah, it was gross. Um, Things like that kept occurring with her and We would have roommate meeting after roommate meeting and she just would not understand it. So I wrote her this letter and yeah, that was crazy. It comes up on my snap memories every once in a while, but basically the letter was like, you are in violation of the lease agreement by this, this, and this. And I copied literal segments from the lease that she was not following. Uh, She had a lot that was going on. And yeah, I printed it out, posted it on our door and basically said like if she did not change her behaviors, then I would go to management to report it. Y'all, that was that was I had had a fucking enough at that point in time. This was probably also my third year of getting another new roommate because once again, our apartment had four rooms. So it was me and my friend. We were always the constants in that apartment. And then um, the individual who was like military, she was there for like a year, but then she graduated. So then we had like a new one. And then we had a point where we had two more like the next year because like two, like 
we had a vacant room where nobody was living in and then so it was like three of us in the apartment at the time and then um when that person moved out then we had two come at once yeah so um we weren't just like being crazy and people were leaving our apartment that wasn't the case it was just like the natural flow of how school goes people graduating moving on and us just having to finish our years anyways um yeah I had a fuck enough at that point and that's when I was really a crazy roommate but in wanting to move out this year (laughs) that is why I really don't want roommates I know myself And I just feel like I'm to a point where I want my own space and I want to thrive in that space. I want to know that I am going home and my house will be clean. I want to know that I'm going home and I won't have to stay in my bedroom. I want to know that I'm going home and that I can turn on music, cook dinner and just enjoy being in my own space. You feel me? And I don't think that every roommate scenario is bad. I've definitely had great roommates in the past, but it's just like to the point where I don't want to live with anyone else, you know? I don't want to find out whether it's going to be a good match or not. I just want to be on my own. So... I think that added layer of wanting to move out, wanting to move to a city, wanting to have an apartment that is nice, but also within my budget and that I don't need a roommate in order to be able to get it is causing me a lot of stress at this point. But all I can do is continue to save and look and maybe I'll find that hidden gem within the sand. Is that a quote? I don't know. It doesn't sound like it is one, but yeah, I just I just do not have the time to figure out if a roommate is going to be good for me or not. So here I am. <laughs> so as I continue to look for a city and a place to call home, I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop on this journey. Because your girl is not about to be like the 40 year old virgin. And by that, I don't I have never even watched that movie. So I don't really um, know what it's about other than like a person being 40 and like a virgin, which I feel like is the story question mark. Am I right? I I just haven't seen the movie. But I say that because I don't want to be the 40 year old living at home. Okay, I don't. So here's to new chapters and I'm excited. And on that note, you know, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't say drink wells with others. (sighs) 